and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hey, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. I'm your host. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Oh, it's a really nice day. Gorgeous. Yeah, this Ooh, is... 70s. Yeah, this is all right. I can put up with this. It's supposed to be this way pretty much the rest of the week. Okay, I'm like, good. That means it's not going to be too hot at work. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I can get into that. That's awesome stuff. And working outdoors for me, I deal with whatever the temperature is. This is true. Yes. This is true. So what we're going to do here, folks, is announce a big thing... I guess why I put it out. Yeah, yeah, because we hit over a thousand listens on the podcast. That's right. Uh, Not only did we, um, you know, have we broken the uh, 50 50 plus, 50 plus that we've been holding, which is nice. So I guess somebody likes our nonsense, which is always a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm happy about that. Um, But yeah, guys, you've, you've listened to our stuff over thousand times which is crazy uh yeah absolutely that's <laughs> nuts so that is absolutely and like nuts-o. i asked and of course rich didn't know how much until we actually might get someone to give us a commercial or something yeah mm, don't. i think tips are going to come first guys oh, okay. so yeah <laughs> if you want to support the podcast tell everybody about it you can go on uh here's the way you do it that's free you can uh follow us on twitter uh at ultraman podcast you can join our facebook group and the most important thing you can do is tell other people about it. And review Post and it subscribe. on forums. And then re- rate and review and subscribe. So if you rate us uh, five stars and review us on iTunes, that's going to get our visibility up. And the more we're visible, the more people will see it, thus, etc., etc. You and see where I'm going it. with this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And this is a, it's a beautiful thing. We're going to institute tipping soon. Don't worry. The podcast is always going to be free. Yes. We would, we would be berserk to charge for this. <laughs> <laughs> we're crazy, but we're not, not that, that crazy. That's right. <laughs> There's a point. <laughs> so today we're going to discuss episode four of Ultraman G. Yes. Um, that episode is called... I have no idea. Oh, a job where you investigate aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, it, like Rich pointed out, the titles are really very specific yeah. to the episode. Yeah. They're good titles, yeah. but they're uber specific yeah. to the episode. In this one, you know, like they might as You'll well, be investigating aliens. Yes. Yeah. They might as well say, like, in this one, Bill drives a car. You know, like, <laughs> pretty much. The monster that drove cars, you know. I mean, in the last one, we had the salary man, and it introduced it the was salary man zero. That's right. what it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, it you know introduced the, salary there man. You go. It's Ultraman Zero. There you go. <laughs> and it's the. Uh, I think I've got a. I've got a. Um, a name for these people. So we know Riku obviously is our is our hero. Right. And then uh, Reha is the girl he works with. K is the bad guy. Okay. okay. I'm having problems with some of these other people. Uh, I think Haruo is the is the um, manager. I, I think Cole, that might be right. Yeah, I think the first so. episode of the series, I think you said it, but after that, they've never mentioned his name. No, of course not. Because he's not, not important enough. No, he shows up a lot. 
but uh, that's fine. Doesn't matter. Anyhow, um, this is a job where you investigate aliens. Uh, Riku is very excited because he's got a message from his uh, old friend Moda. Right. And Who? that's his big sister. Basically. Well, yeah, because he lived with her for a while when I guess his family disappeared. Yeah. And uh, she always taught she taught him the standing around here doing nothing is not going to get us anywhere. Right so now we right. see that because that's his that's the somewhat irritating thing he says when he turns All into Ultraman G. Yeah, I go, you go, here we go, go as Ultraman. Oy vey. It's a long process. Guys. They had the full process on this episode today, and we're both sitting there going, okay, it's episode four, we get the point. Yeah, no, no they're going to wait until about six to cut that down. You think? Yeah, they'll probably cut it down at about six, because then they got to, like... Once the plots get a little bit more intertwining, and okay, then okay. then you know the kids already know it by then. So true, it's fine. True, true. A month and a half of doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To figure it out. So they're like, okay, we can do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so we see that um, Moda works for the Happy Face Insurance Company, right? And that's or at least she, that's her cover. That's the cover because dun, dun, dun. she says. All the time. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just an insurance salesman. That's right. It's very and important. They they go to knock on this guy's door. Right. Say, yeah, I'm with the Happy Face Insurance Company. The guy's like, well, go get bent. I don't need insurance. Yeah. She jams her foot in the door, opens See the door, something. See something. And, and then the guy just runs for no particular reason. Sure. And then she runs into Xena, who is... Her uh, Moda's partner. Gotcha. Who gotcha. doesn't move his lips when he talks, so we know something's up. Right. Exactly. And I didn't notice it at first that he didn't move his lips. Mm-hmm. But as they go further and further in the episode, you're like, oh, he's not moving his lips. Oh, he's really not moving his lips. Okay. Yeah, so you wonder, is he psychic? Is he blah, blah, blah? You know, you know, does yeah. he communicate telepathically? Well, we'll see that. But we see Riku hears him in the car when yes. we're driving later. And I'm like, how is he not? Well, he's sitting back with me. He wouldn't know he's not moving his lips. So, but the the guy stops the person that is not buying the insurance, mm-hmm. and the person becomes an alien the person who's not buying the insurance. Well, I don't know what his name is. I'm sure <laughs> don't. they don't give his name. He is an alien pit. Okay, but he turns into an alien right away, so yeah. that way you know he's yeah. An he's alien. like, I'm not having this, right? And. The guy just stops him and says, "Nope, you're not going anywhere." Yeah, and they you go little, investigate that apartment. Yeah, they have a little kung fu fight. Right. Um, and the guy, the um, as Zena captures the alien, she goes and finds this plant that she knows if she touches it will put her instantly to sleep, and therefore and what she touches. <laughs> she probably touches. She's like, it. if I remember correctly, touching this yellow ball, <laughs> and out she goes. <laughs> yeah, she actually says. Touching this yellow part will put anybody to sleep. It's got it releases spores. It has spores and puts you right to sleep. And poof, she touches it. Big cloud of green spores. <laughs> out we go. And we're both sitting there going, as it's reading, you're going, oh, she's touching that. Yep. She's t- ah, there, yeah, there we go. <laughs> and then we go over to the to Nebula House where Riku and uh, Leha are discussing getting a bicycle to go shopping. Yes. So she says she's going to split it. Cars are impossible. In oh, yeah, of course. Of course. And a bike is the way to go. Right. So we're going to split a bike because I don't know how much a bicycle can cost, but these kids don't have great jobs. A lot jobs of scratch, either. right. So he, of course, comes back with a nice... Actual racing bike. Like a, yeah, like a racing slash mountain bike yeah. sort of thing. And she's like, "Where? what are we going to... You go back. 
Take it back. Take it back. Like a mom. She's like, points away. Go. Return it. And he's like, but, but, but it's so cool. Yeah, that's basically his argument. It's cool. And then a little bit further in, she says, okay, you can keep the bike. But you have to do all the shopping. All the shopping and then paying me back for half of the food every month. No, I think she was paying him back for her half of the bike. I'm not sure if like you can hear the food. She's like, you'll pay me back on a monthly basis. I okay. think she was. I think he's buying the bike flat out. Like I'm not sure. I didn't. I wasn't quite clear on that. Yeah, he's buying that's the what bike I think. I could or be just wrong. Paying for half of the food or whatever. So, our alien team, we see like they're sort of Men in Black headquarters. They a very yeah. very cool design. Yeah, that's all green screen. Yeah, there's all computer yeah. graphics. Not a not a lick of practical actual effect practical of anything. But it is. Super cool. Yeah. Super so they deport the alien pit and to uh, where they don't tell us. Just so you're deporting being deported, and they yeah. might as well just rocket him into the sun. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, and, 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 and again, that that's not applicable to what's going on now. No, no, not at all. No. So they're just like, all right, goodbye. Yeah. And uh, then they get another. She goes, well, I guess that's us for the day. And he goes, no, we're still investigating the Silver Giant. And they also show you now that they're in their headquarters. That oh, this guy and he is becomes an actual robot. He's not an actual person. Yeah. He becomes a robot. Yeah. Or an alien. I don't know yet. Well, I mean, he looks very robot. Mm-hmm. Is the way I got to put it. I don't know yeah. if he's, he could be an alien. Could yeah, be an alien. He's got robot. like a gold head with yeah. like antenna kind of ear things. And, and now you understand why his mouth doesn't move because he doesn't realize he has to actually show yeah. it moving. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm speaking without moving it. Why yeah. do I have to move the mouth? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, we they go to investigate um, another alien. Um, a tr- Ooh, give me a second. Oh, that was an alien hook. I'm sorry. The alien hook was the one with the with the um, plant. The alien oh, okay. pit. The alien pit is the tri tip. Is the one that they investigated. Right. Right. Um, I feel terrible about that. I'm sorry, aliens. We make mistakes. It happens. <laughs> The internet will correct us. That's right. And uh, so we had a uh, tri-tip possesses, uh, turns out she's got a little star in her, and that's what's bringing attention. Right. And she then... Oops, sorry, Fergus. This, uh, the salary man mm-hmm. is by a pond, and all of a sudden, Ella King just comes out of it. Right. Well, she's, we, we skipped the part where she's oh. escaping. Okay. Um, right, right. And right. then... Um, What's his face? The bad guy K is sitting with his book agent, right? And, and then looks out the window, and he can see the sees the beam of the light, beam of light from straight up star. from the little star. And we're both going, okay. Does everybody see that? No. Or is it just him because just him. of his special red eyes? Yeah. That, that no one else, else happens yeah. to notice, and he can see the red star wherever it happens to go. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And then you gotta also figure now because monsters can see that. That's where I was just about to go. All the monsters are seeing that same beam going up, and that's what attracts them to the thing that has the red star. Right. Okay. Fair enough. So we uh, then this they're like, we know what the alien's wearing. We don't know what it looks like. So we cut to this woman racing through a crowd. She bumps into uh, Riku and blatantly steals his bike. Yeah, instantly. Like just got, just had to figure out. I have to pay for, and she just takes it. No big deal. So he jumps. He does like a superhuman jump to jump in front of her, and, and then she unleashes like a energy sword out of her hand. 
and yeah. rips up the front of the ground, knocks him over, and takes off on the bike again. In the other direction now, obviously. Yep. Then uh, the uh, smiley face insurance shows up. Oh, of course. Yes, and, as uh, they would. And uh, Moda and uh, Riku have a little bit of a reunion, and they do the Dawnshine thing from the show. Right, they, the little and it looks very much like the Batusi from the original yeah, kind of. Batman series. <laughs> but we'll let that slide. That's <laughs> pretty great. I didn't even realize that Shine, the shining hero thing that they do. And um, okay, great, perfect. Um, and that's where we see our salary man complaining that he only has his this week's spending money is like. A coin. Yeah. We don't know what size coin. 500 yen, maybe. I don't know what the biggest coin is. Yeah. Maybe 500 yen, so he's got five bucks to throw around this week. Okay. Okay. And uh, El King springs out of the canal. And he he promptly drops it into the water. Yep. No, he lost it in the water. Oh, the bike lady drives by. Right, and smashes into him. Right. He drops it. He drops money. Then El King King pops out. It's like the world's worst wish. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I just lost all of this. Can't be good. I did not wish for a giant monster. This was the. No, I wanted more money. Oh, damn. So, um,. He jumps out of the way by whipping his glasses off and letting Ultraman Zero take over for a second. Right, and I don't... I'm not sure if Ultraman Zero takes over by himself. Kinda, I think. You think? Yeah, there's, I think he's like... There's a problem hijacking. Take the glasses off, hijack, move you out of the way, and then you can put the glasses yeah. back on yourself. Yeah, I think okay. he forcibly... Oh, I'm sorry, Fergus. I just kicked you in the head, buddy. I'm so sorry. You didn't deserve that. I'm sure. That's what you get for laying up by my feet where I can't seize you. But, uh, report... The dog is fine. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. very important. He's all snuggly now. So, um, we get to the point where they chase this alien woman uh, to um, an electrical like power station. Right, and as soon as we saw the electrical power station... I was station, like, oh, Pat, we forgot. <laughs> we forgot to they, mention the power station. They destroyed this destroyed. stuff, too. <laughs> We've been waiting for an oil refinery exactly. for four episodes. It's got to come soon. <laughs> But that's cool. Um, and uh, and because it's Elking, he's got his electrical like, attack. Yeah. And we've got the power got plant. Spinning antenna. And, oh, good lord. Now, meanwhile, Riku has become Ultraman Jeed and starts... Ultraman Jeed Primitive. Yeah, now we that's have the original form. Separate. Right, Ultraman Jeed Primitive, right. So he starts fighting Elking. The alien is upset because that was her pet. Right, right. And let me tell you something. I've never felt so bad for... a a gigantic monster. Nonsense. You're hurting my pet! Yeah, nonsense. <laughs> the original Ultraman, where it's the space guy that was transformed, Jamila. Oh, Jamila. And they yes, beat that, him to that, death in, yes. front of the, in front of the United Nations. Like, ah. Oh, That's not good. This is terrible. You feel so bad. Every once in a while, they want to make you feel for the monster. For the monster, not, yeah. No, not often, but just enough. And the, the alien pit, they're like, well, you know... What's it's going on? Don't you see it? She's like, yeah, well, I betrayed my people so that they wouldn't invade Earth. Because right. I like it here. I like it here. It's a cool, cool yeah. planet. And they're like, really? And she's like, oh, yeah. And now the Elking, I put him to sleep, but he's... He's woken up. He woke up. And uh, I've been trying to get him to an isolated area. But he's following this little star in my chest. And... Um, so, uh, Moda gets the idea, oh, I, I can put him in puts everybody in the car. Now, the alien has trans- transformed herself from the human into the pit. Right, into the pit. It's a full-on alien now, sitting in the back seat of the car. And then 
creepy mask. Weird mask. Weird mask. Looks I mean, kind of like a bug. Yeah, but it, it's But not... instead of mandibles, it's just a mouth of horrible teeth. Yes, and they're sideways teeth. They're, yeah, they're, so they're up and down. Clutching. And they clutch in and out. Yeah, it's... Ugh. And you see they're going, okay. Yeah, it's it, vaguely uncomfortable. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. But you know what? I give all of the different alien masks because I have to. Right. Oh, yeah, Not yeah. that they make sense. I don't mean vaguely uncomfortable to wear. Or I just mean, if to you had look to at converse it. with someone... And their mouth moved sideways yeah, instead of up like, and down. Oof. It's a little odd. I yeah. that. But then the woman gets out of the car... Right. Knowing that the Ella King is going to go to the little star. Right. And waits a minute, pulls out the flower that she, she for, accidentally she left. Because she forgot to take it out of the car. Because she woke the bulb. But the best part is she woke up, she's like, eh, great, man. Nah. Nah. Guy's looking at her like, you're a jerk. Like, aims the bulb, squeezes it, and it weakens Ella King. Right. Like, kind of, kind of just. It wasn't enough to put him to sleep, obviously. Right, but it just... But it kind of made him woozy. Yeah. Of course, knocks everyone else out. Right, instantly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, our Ultraman turns into... What is it? Oh, the, fusion something. Yeah. The, no, he gets the fusion riser. Yeah. And turns yeah, into... Yeah, you vamp. I'll look it up. Yeah, sorry. The Ultraman... I, it's not primitive. No. Nope. Some other thing. It's a combination of Ultraman 7 and Ultraman... I don't know. Yeah, I should have written Leo. Leo, there you go. And like I said, they're, they're showing more and more Ultraman. And this is their way around the three-minute timer. Apparently, yeah. Now that he's got four different capsules, he uses two for one setup, one thing of Ultraman. Give you the three-minute fight scene. Then uses a different two. Yeah, that might actually... And becomes a different Ultraman. Yeah. And that's kind of how they're going to get around their three minutes. It does appear that there. way. Yeah, you're not vamping enough. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're still... <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm not good at this. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, um, remember, I have the most terrible internet in the world up here. Right. And... Until I get a new router. Ultraman Jeed, we're almost there. Yeah, and it's it's some kind of weird Ultraman Jeed. With armor. Armor. Yeah. And it's cool looking armor, and they do a good fight with it, and now he, because he has the blade, he can use the blade against the Ella King and right. beat the living snot out of it this time. Yeah, she's like, let it rest in peace, and he, yeah. he puts it down. He really does a and good he job. does put it down. Yeah, he with the blade, and he shoots and has rockets with the blade, cuts into the giant Ella King, and explodes it. Right, now, yeah. I don't know how a blade gets anything to explode. Well, as we know, monsters are full of kerosene. Of course they are. <laughs> of There's course. our t-shirt. Monsters are full of kerosene. The Science Patrol. Exactly. I believe that is Solid Burning. Yes, yes. Ultraman okay. G's Solid, solid burning. burning. So that is the art, is the, like a covered in armor, there's steam vents coming off it. Right. And, and the appearance, the first shot, it's a Dutch angle from low. Right. With the sun so in back. The, it looks phenomenal. Phenomenal shot. But it's the solid burning, and that means he's now got his rocket arms and his rocket legs. Right. So he can get a really, really good attack. Which rocket ass kicking exactly. on whatever he needs to do. And yeah, because he beats Elking pretty bad with the uh, eye slugger first. Yes. With and, that at him. And it's basically a boomerang 
that it can control because it hits Elokin four different yeah, times. Like, bing, 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 yeah. bing, bing, and then goes back to him. Right, and then he uses the eye beam thing in his head and which doesn't just really cuts him up the middle a little bit, a little bit. But then he puts the and that's why the alien gets upset because she's like. Oh yeah, he's hurting Ellicott. Put him to sleep. Yeah, please. Put him down, please. And then he puts the eye slugger on his arm. It becomes his arm. And it also gets very big. It becomes no, a it's much, about the same size. No, it's way bigger, dude. You gotta see it. It's, I'll have to look I don't at think there's a picture of it. But, but I mean, it was anyway, like, he puts it on his arm, and that's when he takes his jump, gets his rocket on the arm, and slices through the Yellow King and explodes him. Right. Doesn't put him to sleep. It completely yeah. explodes Yeah, yeah absolutely. Him. Absolutely, it does. And usually we can see our bad guy, K, I think you said his name is, yeah. take the little capsule. Not this time. No, this time he did have it because he got the. I said, oh, look, he's got a capsule. I wonder if he gets an Ella King. And he did. He did. That's he right. did. That's right. They did. Okay. Oh, we got a new. We got a new. Uh, we saw the Jeed barrier with the shield, right, which the shield. he used great by yeah, putting the shield up the and, then and then running at the monster running into it. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was so cool. Very cool. I like that look. And um, the the uh, wrecking ripper. Oh, that's right. Which was like a uh, very good and hard rock band name. Yeah, yeah, that's the new metal band we're doing right now, Wrecking Ripper. Um, it's like he he whips his arms out and this like flat blade of energy just flies out. Yeah, not just one, like yeah, five or six of them. Yeah. Bing, 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 which is very, very cool. Yeah, the Wrecking Ripper is pretty great. <laughs> Come on, I mean, Wrecking Burst. You yeah. got all sorts of stuff going on here. But uh, yeah, it, that was really a great. Episode. A great yeah, episode. Fun. Yeah. Fun. And like I said, I'm trying to give these guys a little bit of time, and I understand they're trying to introduce all the side characters. Right. So now they've I got. I think we've got everybody I at this point. I think we've got everybody at this point, and this girl is going to get our hero to work for the government because he's going to need more than just. Kind of, because he's probably going to. I betcha that he's going to try to hide his identity from her once he finds out. That, she's that she investigates aliens. Right. But somehow you know, within the next two episodes... It's going to all come together. It's going to come together. Yeah. Absolutely. And, like I said, I'm trying to give him the time yeah. to build this stuff yep. up. Yep. Because, I'll admit, I'm lost. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's okay. Yeah, I because it's not bad. It's 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 that good kind of loss where you're watching a show going, I can't wait till the next episode. Right. So they they're gonna dole us out a little bit more information. Exactly. Like today we found out where he gets the well, I standing around here is not gonna do me anything, do me any good. And, and she, she says, Oh, we used to, I used to say that to him when we were kids. She no well, she said that when he wasn't anywhere near her. No, she said that to um She said the that robot to guy. Uh, yeah, the robot guy. And she's like, well, I used to say that all the time when we were kids. Yeah. So, you But at least we know now. Like, now where he got it from. Yeah. Because she's a little older than she yeah. is. She so treated him as the big she sister. She treated him as a big sister. Exactly. Right. So, all right. Fair enough. And I'd, I'd like to know where they got that from. I'm sure it's some Japanese kind of thing. Could be. I go, you go, here we go. I'm sure that's some sort of mm. Japanese thing. But nah, I, I bet you that they, they make something up for... For like the show, all the new Ultraman. Okay, fair enough. So I'm gonna. I just found some Ultraman G trivia, you guys. Uh -oh. On the on. Oh, we didn't finish the episode. What are we doing? No, then we smash cut to uh, the Galaxy Market, which has reopened out of a van. Yeah. So yeah. he's got some tables set up. 
He's done. Right. He's doing a good job. He's selling some water and snacks and whatnot. And they're the smallest water bottles you very could petite. ever imagine. They're not like those little half-size bottles. Those little pony bottles of like the the water orbs right. that you get at but from Poland Spring. Much bigger. But they're real thin. Yeah. They're like those um the the when you get a bottle of like Sunny Delight. Okay. And those real, there's yeah, the really real thin, thin petite yeah. ones. By the way, I'm actually using Moving my hands hand so you can see what size he's talking riveting about. Riveting pod. Um, <laughs> I know how to work in an audio medium, guys. Yeah. yeah neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> I went to school for this. I know you did. I didn't. <laughs> hey, I thought that deserved the bell. Like you said, just this side of profession. That's right. Which is completely which is the, the other side. side. <laughs> um, so uh, they they start chit chatting. It's 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 uh, Riku and Moda, and they are just you know blah blah blah. Oh, and we really only got to see Pega real briefly in this episode when yeah, he, he pops really out of the ground and goes, "That woman stole your bike." And he's yeah, like, so "Yeah, I what know." What are you going to do about it? <laughs> well, not a whole heck of a lot right this minute. <laughs> so, oh, we saw him at the beginning making flowers. In Nebula yeah. House, and he gets, "Hey, I get five yen a piece for these." Right, and that's what you say about a nickel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's apparently his job. Yeah. He basically. makes. That's he, how he's he a peace worker. Yeah. Um, okay. And he goes to give one to uh, Leia, and uh, she doesn't want. She says, "Yeah, I don't have one. I have no one to give it to." Because yeah, a lot of people give them to their moms. Right. So you that's how we that. find out about that. Now back to the end of the episode where they're drinking their water, they're chit chatting, and then Leia comes up and oh. starts talking to Riku, and is like. She, and uh, Mo's like, who's that? And he's like, oh, that's right. We live together. She's like, what? what? By yeah. the way, double spit take. It was yeah, awesome. It was great. Yeah, and two spit takes at the end of one episode. I enjoy a spit take. And they, the two girls start to fight over which one is going to be his girlfriend. Yeah. Like, which one which one's more better for which her? Which one's better yes. for him? Right. And he's sitting there going... I don't Ladies, understand what's going, what's going on. on. Yeah. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. He's not playing smug at all. He's no. just like, I have no idea what to do with this situation. Yeah. I am out of my depth. Well, very much. Depth. <laughs> and you sit there going, you know, any regular guy would use that to his advantage. Nope, not this guy. No, I'm a regular guy. I'd be well out of my depth. I have, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, I, I have been, uh, I have had a, a very consistently awkward record with ladies. Okay. So it's been, it's been that way since the beginning. I'm married, still no better. You know, yeah. so... Um, so they're talking about it. She goes, I used to take a bath with him. And she's like, oh, and she gets all huffy. And she's like, it's not what you think. And the manager's like, oh, you're living with her. Huh? That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Then Salary Man shows up and... Um, Pulls our hero aside. Yeah. Uh, and reveals that he is actually Ultraman Zero, and that right. at some point they have to have a conversation, but not right. now because it's in an opportune time because right. everybody's looking at people him. around. Yeah, and you're sitting there going, "Okay, only, that's only one of the." No, I was going to say only one of those people, but the manager doesn't know he's Gene either. Right, right, right. And you're right. Only one of them knows that he is Gene. The manager kind of figures he's just a clumsy, idiot. a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. And so it's going to be. You gotta figure next episode they're gonna do the zero G conversation. Hopefully, yes. Yeah. Well, that's the one where the next episode is apparently there's a faith healer or something on TV. Yeah. And he's gotta have a little star, obviously. Obviously, because that's how he's that's healing how his power. And he also has something that re- resembles a triple with eyes. Yes. So I don't know what that is. 
and we'll find out. Because yes, we, we can't skip ahead because it's not out yet. Yeah, no, this is it's not has not aired even in Japan. But we couldn't watch two episodes if we wanted to. True. Well, I mean, theoretically, we could watch X and then G. No, I meant two episodes. Oh, of this. of this. I gotcha. We can't actually watch X and G because we haven't caught up on X with the podcast yet. There's three episodes in the can that we haven't released. Ah. So we would be putting out episodes ahead of where we actually we've actually watched. I gotcha. like, what the hell? You guys missed six episodes. <laughs> what are you guys doing? You guys are idiots. Yeah, yeah we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> All right, so here's our, our Jeed trivia. Jeed's name was written as X-E-A-D before the reveal. His name is also mistakenly referred to as Zed by fans before the reveal due to the Kana and Hiragana word, for Jeed has the same words as Z and J-I if romanized. So, it could so it's have, just a different spelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, fair it's enough. the same spelling, but it would have been thing would be a bad thing. Yeah. Now they've confused it even more mm-hmm. with an X. Yeah, we oh, all thought it was going to be Ultimate Z. I gotcha. Okay, but fair with enough. an X, X E A D, but spelled Z. Okay. So, it, all the better. Dozen of the Pretty other. much. Gotcha. Okay. You say tomato, I say tomato. Is basically <laughs> what it comes down <laughs> to. <laughs> Right. You want um, to give them a no, I gotta go or? through some some trivia oh, for Jeed here. Jeed's okay. color timer sound is reused uh, from Belial early style color timer sound. That makes sense because he's supposed to be the son of Belial. With okay. some of Ultraman's color timer. In. Right, I can see also that. Also makes sense. Jeed's grunts sometimes emit Belial's grunt sound in his primitive form. Okay, that's fair. Jeed is the third Ultra whose father's identity is confirmed. The first one is Taro, and the second one is Zero. Okay. Jeed is the second Ultra to combine the assets of two past Ultras to create his own forms. The first, of course, being Ultraman Orb. I didn't know about the Ultraman yeah. Orb, obviously, but yes, yeah. this he uses two different Ultras every time to right. become something else. Jeed is the fifth Ultra to have blue eyes. Okay. The first was Ultraman Powered, then Evil Tiga, then Zero in his Shining form, and the fourth is Ultraman Orb. So, and then, of course, the original Ultraman had the white eyes, yeah. and Belial had the red eyes. Right. Okay, fair enough. Jeed is the third Ultra whose eyes aren't round. Right, because they're the Belial eyes. Nor boxy. The first was Belial, the second was Orb in his Thunder Beaster form. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Thunder Good thing you, we almost had a spit take, guys, live on the cast, because Pat was right about to take a sip of water. If you had caught me after the sip, it would have been a spit take yep. right on your, on your computer. Jeed is the fourth Ultra to feature blade-like organs on his arms. The first was Powered, the second was The Next, and the third was Nexus. Okay. he's got like this right. kind of yeah, blade yeah, yeah. on his arm. His Acro Smasher form is the third Ultra to fire his beam with a horizontal arm behind his vertical one instead of in front. First one was Gaia. No, the second one was Hikari. No, because he got the Ultraman Hikari capsule this time. Today. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. He is the eighth good Ultra to feature black markings on his body. Oh, so the belt, it's usually the bad Ultras that have the black mark. Okay, fair enough. Um, He is the first Ultra since Ginga not to have a color timer themed after an English letter. I do not understand that piece of trivia. Maybe they have an English letter as the color timer on the chest, and this guy just has a round circle. Well, D, uh, Jeeds is like this, right? Like it's a, it's a again, little, I'm drawing it. A it's, little octagon in the middle of his chest. No, his is like a little octagon. longer. No, it's not an octagon, it's longer. It's a long octagon. Yeah, okay, it is. 
But I, I hate what I'm writing. <laughs> I couldn't think. I, I thought there had to be some sort of specific geometrical name for an octagon with two sides that are longer than all no, the other just ones. Long enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, he is also. Uh, let's see, a slight facial resemblance to Chayo Ultraman. Ultraman Elite and Ultraman Millennium, which were never used because those are the Chayo Ultraman that they tried to make their own Ultraman series with uh, okay. a couple of years ago, and the, Didn't work the copyright office was like, no, Not you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Um, they were cool looking, but didn't happen. Um, also, his eyes ironically resemble the fake Ultraman who Alien Zarab turns into. True, true. Okay, I didn't think of that, but okay. Uh, let's see. His design looks strikingly similar to Iron Man's armor, and they're both able to shoot beams from their chest. Okay. Um, uh, parodying the latest tradition of Toei's Common Rider and Super Sentai series, G becomes the first Ultra to have a pre-series cameo debut. So, okay, so apparently he shows up at the end of Orb. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. So, and this is the thing that we've noticed with this Ultraman grouping. Yeah. Is they obviously can bring back Ultraman from different series, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they popped him into the last Ultraman orb, kinda showing you that he's going to, to be, be the, the next, next guy. Ultraman. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, I like that's that. Fair enough. That's not a bad idea. And uh Jeed at this time keeps the same eye design with every fusion he takes on. Okay. That's a good call. Alright. So that's our trivia for Ultraman Jeed that I just found. Gotta love um, Wikipedia. Uh Fandom powered by Wikia. Yeah. And now the mouse isn't working, so we're going to close the laptop for a second. And uh, boot it up gonna, again. No, no, we're not going to reboot. That's just crazy talk. Oh. We're just going to do that, let it sit for a second. And hopefully, it works. Still nothing. There we go. It's a little slow. What happened? I don't know. He it had went, some kind of look just now. It like went the blank. End. Okay, that's good. <laughs> we're good. We're back. Crisis averted. That's hey. the bell. <laughs> I think that deserves that. Okay, three monster minutes this week, guys. Ooh. By the way, somebody uh, on the Facebook page I saw, yeah, I saw likes the monster minute. Nice call. So that's nice. Okay, so Alien Hook. Um, he is originally from Ultra Seven, Episode Forty Seven. That's the guy who had the plant. Who was okay? Breeding, breeding okay. The plant. Fair enough. Um, he is uh, 1.8 to 40 meters tall. We never saw him go in the giant size. Well, he might have done that in the other. No, of course, the original. In the originals, um, there is no. Um, there is no. Uh, Thing about the plant. Oh, he is uh, see, being seen visited by Moa of an insurance company who is actually part of AIB, the Alien Investigation Bureau. He exposes his true face while trying to run, yeah. and she spots a plant called the Lugus. That's That's it. what it was, okay. Cultivation is banned by law. Right, because it, if you touch it, it's going to instantly put you to sleep. Right, so Hook then brought, they brought Hook to headquarters and deported him as punishment. His powers are human disguise, uh, gas pistol. Which we didn't see. Right, that's probably why he... Uh, can immobilize targets. Maybe that's why he's breeding the plant. True. Make ammo for the gas make pistol. Make ammo for the pe- pistol. That he makes can sense. grow to the size from the size of a human to that of Ultra 7. Okay. And he can summon large white spores that hold an object in place in the air. Okay, so that's got to be in the other show because that's they didn't show pretty badass. Yeah. And he can become invisible as well. I no, will. Show that. Nope. Okay. But that's okay. Yeah. Now we're going to go to our alien pit. I just want to make sure I close the right window here. 
All right. Alien Pit. And again, they she didn't had show this one going becoming a giant, but I'm sure you're going to give giant stats on it. I'm sure I am. Let's find it. I like giant stats. Well, <laughs> they apparently are mostly ladies because all the pictures are of ladies. As okay, fair enough. Shapely aliens with weird teeth mouths. Well, yeah. Um, they can go between. No, get this. They are small. One point five five to two meters. Oh, okay. So they're just basically people. They're size. tiny ladies. Yeah. Um, they originally appeared in Ultra Seven Episode Three, which I've seen but don't remember. Oh. Um, that's funny. From 1967, their latest appearance, of course, is the episode we just watched. Their uh, weight is approximately 60 kilograms. They don't want us to know how they much don't they want weigh us to their know ladies. Exactly. <laughs> Never ask a woman how much she weighs. <laughs> their affiliation, of course, is Elekin. Right. The pit aliens are a monogendered race of only women. Oh, okay. And their interest in Earth is because of its beauty. Okay, fair enough. Look and they that. did say that. So that's fair enough. I give them that. <laughs> Their original alien name was Alien Margaret. Oh no. Alright. Alright. Now, being that my mother's name was Margaret, uh, that that would make that it tickles me. I, guess. I like okay. that. Uh, they changed it to Alien Pit because apparently it's due to the Japanese pronunciation of Cupid. Okay. So, I'm not quite getting why that would make a difference. Me neither, but that's okay. Yeah, we'll take it. But, uh, yeah, so they're they're all over the place. They're in G, they're in uh, all sorts of... Um, they, they Apparently they work with the Dada sometimes. Oh, all right. Um, an alien pit by the name of Tri-Tip appeared in episode four of G, and she's right. chased by AIB for, spending, for speeding away from a car accident. And then she stole Riku's bike, obviously. Um... And let's see here. Uh, oh, and they, she uh, apparently gets recruited as an AIB member. Remember that you see that at the end. Yes, yes, yes. She's I completely forgot about that. Them. Yeah, and that gives her a good place to stay because she can stay in their headquarters instead and, of in their apartment right. that they had. And be a, and be a uh, and be a um, AIB member. Right, and and still get to live on Earth. Right, right. Because she loves Earth. It's a fantastic place. Right. Okay, fair uh, enough. Now, they pow- they, the people of Pit travel through space using a flying saucer. Um, they can fire a beam, which the Pits used in an attempt to kill Ultra 7. Okay. Um, this was in the Heisei Ultra 7 series, which I do not have. Um, they can disguise themselves as she young girls. Uh, they can also release weak electric shocks. Didn't see that. Um in Ultraman Max, the, an alien pit demonstrated the ability to fire energy blasts. Oh, okay. Ooh. Fancy schmance. All right. That's pretty snappy. All right. And our last one, of course, is Ella King. Close that. Who we've seen before in the original Ultraman, if I remember. No, no, he's an Ultra 7 monster. He's a 7. Okay. Yeah. I thought he was an Ultraman. Nope, 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 nope. I get confused. No, we get... He, he is mentioned in Ultraman X because... That's What's where, her face has a crush on him. Right, that's where I got confused. Right. Okay, fair enough. Now... I can't keep all these things separate. No, I would you? It's crazy <laughs> talk. It's crazy talk. He's a fictional electric eel-like kaiju that appeared first in Ultra 7. He has been one of the most iconic monsters to appear all throughout the Ultra series. Okay. And has gone on to win the Japanese Best Monster Award. <laughs> which is always an, uh, it's an honor just to be nominated. No, that, I but just to win that is a great so thing. <laughs> 
being I mean, called. Is that something like the Kids' Choice Awards? I don't know. Or what could I that don't know. Be? I don't care. <laughs> That's correct. I'm just glad we we got to vi- view an award-winning monster. <laughs> an award-winning monster in today's episode. That's that was great. great. Um, he's one of the. He was. Uh, being called most impressive of Ultraman's uh, Ultra Seven's enemy kaiju, so that's great. That is good for cool. him. That is super cool. All right, so let's get to our uh, our powers and whatnot. Let's see, because yeah. he shows up in a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, he had the little spinning stalks that yep. he could shoot electricity out of, mm-hmm. and He's then got he the had mouth beam, a mouth beam, right, and an electrical tail, right, that it could oh, use yeah, as a lasso, and strangle the jeed with it, right, and when we first saw it, we were both like, that can't be right, and we said, no, no, it's a tail, it's a tail, it's a tail, <laughs> yeah, because it looks okay. like you might have an electric yeah. wang, <laughs> not exactly, not good, not good, yeah, yeah, um, I don't know about that, but that's all right, and uh, let's see. Um, he appears, of course, in this episode of Jeed, where he emerged from a river and begins to wreak mayhem throughout Hanamura as he goes after its own master. Um, they were pretty evenly matched until he uh, um, gets the, you know, becomes uh, the second version right. and uh, the solid burning version. Solid burning version, where it that one seems like it's much more powerful because of the rockets and the yeah. blade and all this. Well I think it comes stuff. down to the like it's better for this kind of monster or better for true, this kind of true. monster. But I mean anytime we have seen both, it's the second one mm. that is mm. gonna take care of the monster. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we have to try to see if there's a time when we can see the bigger, stronger uh, Ultraman and then these original primitive Ultraman right. and the primitive Ultraman actually take care of the monster. Right. So I don't know yeah, that which we're one is the downgrade. Both. Yeah, we're going to be able yeah. to downgrade to the other, the primitive, and then beat the monster, or is it just upgrade to the solid burning know. and beat the monster that way? And it's something we'll keep an eye on. Right. And uh, Elkins are primary used by Pit uh, alien pits for their plans. It is unknown whether the Ella Kings are native to the pit homeworld or if they are creations. Okay, fair enough. Um, his horns, or possibly ears, are the source of his electrical abilities. Destroying them will cause him great pain. Okay, fair enough. Fair so, enough. Uh, 14 centimeters tall? No. Not 14 goes centimeters. Goes from 14 centimeters. Oh, okay, so it's just and basically... weight 150 grams. That's Oh, that's the spark doll. Sorry, that's guys. That's the spark doll, yeah. That makes um, more sense, yeah. I can't seem to find how much there he is. Hold on, he is um, fifty-three meters, yeah. twenty-five thousand tons. Sorry about that, guys. All right, you can give the spark doll stats. As sure, well. why not? Just right. let him know you're giving spark doll stats. It's like, oh, if I'd have realized, that would have been like <laughs> again, just this side of profession. Yeah. <laughs> I also there's a show called Ultra Fight, and I I don't know where it comes into. I feel like it's one of those like. Low budget, little like Five six minute, minute shows. I gotcha. Because I'm looking and they're mentioning like, oh, he reappears in episode 180. Oh, good God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. 194. There's a lot of this. Um, so it's, you got to figure there was a little five minute interstitials between it's shows. Because be. with 190 of them, if they put that out once a week, that's what a couple of years. years. Yeah. No, that's one, four years. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's also been in uh, in Red Man. He gets his ass kicked by Red Man a bunch. 
Right. That's and Red Man is the one you said is also the little six minute snippets. Yeah. So you got to figure with 190, it's got to be just a five, you know, six minute snippet in yeah. between two different shows. Yeah. Which is fine. That makes sense. Oh, let's see. Uh, and I think that will do it for our Elking. Oh, there's actually a Bandai figure of Elking with his tail wrapped around Ultra 7. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That nice. looks expensive. I <laughs> Expensive. Yeah, yeah. It looks yeah, very. I can't buy that. Yeah, it looks very highly detailed and pricey. That's <laughs> I'm just saying. So, but yeah, that's. I guess that's it for our monster minute today. And at the end, we had our. Uh, they talked about Ultra Seven, and they talked about Elking. Right. The, the little. Uh, and they, they gave us our monster minute exposition stats. on the yeah. end as well. Yeah. And like we said, when when they don't give you much, they don't give you a lot. Yeah. But they give you just enough to whet your appetite for it. It's and, a tidbit, yes. Yeah. And like I said, all the everything we're reading is in the you know the opening credits and end credits is in Japanese, mm. except for some words that are in English. Get over mine. Get over game. now. Get over pain. Jump up, Gene. Gene. And you're sitting. And there that's going, it. <laughs> that's the only part I sing at work because it's all I. That's know. all you know. And obviously. I don't particularly like the theme song. No, it's not. I'm a not a huge song. fan. I like the Ultraman X one. It's good. It's peppy. It's better. Yeah. But this one is such an easy. Catch. Yeah, and it's sit there going, get over mine, get, get over, over pain, get <laughs> over now, jump up, G though. And, and then, then you're, you're like, like oh, well, that's, yeah, that's like, the well, <laughs> guess I'll sing that again in 12 seconds. Like this horrifying earworm that won't go away. Yes, yes. Oh, would you like to come up and say hello to everyone, Fergus? But bark. Can like you bark? A, no, not on command. That's no, crazy talk. All right, down you go. Because <laughs> we're about to sign off, Fergus, okay? All right. So anyway, guys, we'll see you in a week. Um, and, uh, you know, Sally, Sally Ford sign. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.